Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Proud to say we have three Edmonton based primary restaurants on board on Oilers Now as our restaurant sponsors, including Roos Chris Steakhouse, Alberta-owned and operated, Brendan Connolly and the staff at Roos Chris. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Reminder that every Wednesday night's date night at Roos Chris, where two can dine for $120. Uh, We have the trade. Here we go. We're going to bring Louis DeBruskin momentarily. Uh, Eric Carlson has been traded uh, to the... San Jose Sharks in exchange for Chris Tierney, Dylan DeMello, Josh Norris, who was a first-round pick a couple years ago. I believe he's from St. Cloud. Uh, Rodolphe's Balsers, a 2020 number one and a 2019 number two. They have two. They have San Jose's or Florida's and two conditional picks. That comes from Bruce Garriock. Uh, hmm. Here we go. The Sens will also get a first in 2021 or 2022 if Carlson ends up in an Eastern Conference team in 2018-19. So because he's a UFA, if the Sharks end up trading him back east, Ottawa would then get an additional number one. Wow. There you have it. And uh, we thought maybe that they were going to include Justin Braun in the trade. He's not the money back going the other way. Instead, it's Chris Tierney, who's got two years, just signed a two-year extension at $2.9 million. That is a blockbuster deal. i, I got to think about that for a second, as does our next guest. We welcome back to the show Louis DeBrus from NHL Hockey on Rogers. He's part of the Hockey Night in Canada broadcast on Saturday nights, and he and Drew Remin are going to be splitting the Oilers games this year. Louis, how are you doing? What's going on, Bob? Wow. I'm trying to comprehend. What a way to start. I'm, I'm trying to process it myself. I'm looking at it saying... Uh... The West just got a little bit better, a lot better, I should say, in the sense that uh, now they're going to have to face both Burns and Carlson on the same team. How good is that? I mean, power, that look at the power play they're going to I mean, that's, I, right? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think that that's great job by Doug Wilson. You know, listen, Doug Wilson's always been a pretty patient guy. 
But in the last couple of years, he started to get a little bit more aggressive. I think he sees the fact that this team is at a point where they're going to have to do something. Uh, Pavelski is not getting any younger. Uh, Joe Thornton, we're not sure if he's going to you know, be, be able to do what he always has been able to do. Um, this is a team that has to act now. They go out and they sign Evander Kane. They now have Eric Carlson. I mean, this is – I don't think they gave up that much for him. I look at that and I say this is arguably the best defenseman in the league right now, offensively for sure. And people would argue for sure in the top three, four every single year as far as the defenseman's concerned. Who's got a better right now? Who's got a better top four defense? I mean, they've got Vlasic is as good a shutdown guy as there is in the league, Louie. And they got two right shot guys in Burns and Carlson that are two of the what two of the top four offensive defensemen in the NHL. Yeah, top three. I mean, look. At, I mean, it's. I, I look at this and I say, wow, this is going to be a formidable team now. And I, I do believe they weren't that far away. You know, I. I did the series last year versus the Vegas Golden Knights, and you know what? They could have easily beaten San Jose in that series. Arguably, they were the better team in the series, but they got up against great goaltending, and let's face it, a real remarkable story in a team that just wouldn't quit, and they ended up pulling it out. But um, San Jose, to me, has been the team. I, I've lost some money and some pools <laughs> taking San Jose at the end of the year, thinking they were going to finally go and, and, and win the Stanley Cup. They did get to the final. But I think that uh, this could put them over the edge and make them a real formidable opponent in the Western Conference. Oh, there's... You know, we, you know, we look at the West, and you know, coming in, you're going to pick your Nashvilles, your Winnipegs. I mean, those are teams for sure from last year. They'll be a carryover this year, and they're going to be a real strong, solid team. I think LA got stronger uh, with Kovalchuk being added, and now San Jose um, is saying, "Listen, we're here also. We want it. We want a chance at this, and this will be really interesting. What a dynamic duo back there, Burns and Carlson, both right-handed shots. I mean, Joe Thornton's going to have 80 assists this year again. Well, it's interesting. I mean, some people are suggesting stuff. They're texting us on the Westlock Ford text line at 6:30, 6:30. They're saying, Bob, Ottawa got back a a fourth liner, a number seven defenseman, a decent prospect, a long shot prospect." And then a, a number one down the road. Now, I don't consider Chris Tierney to be a fourth liner. To me, he's a third liner. Uh, DeMello is a 6'7 D-man. He is not a top four. Um, they, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it pans out. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you, Louie. I'm not the, you know, I, uh, Rodolphe's Balsers doesn't exactly get me excited. Uh, I mean, Josh, Josh Norris is unproven as well. I mean, yeah, listen, I mean, I, he is I, a first rounder. Yeah, I know he's a very good prospect, and you know what? He came up through the U.S. National Development Program. I, you know, I did the draft where he was drafted. Great kid, and I think there's a real upside there. He plays a real hard game. So they gave but up two number ones, but he's still unproven. He's yeah. still unproven. Um, but San Jose is in a position, I think, right now to do that. Uh, I, I look at their team, and I, I look at the Timo Myers on their team. Um, LeBanc, Hurdle. Hurdle had a tremendous playoffs last year. I think took a step. Couture's not getting any younger. This is a, this is the time right now for this team. They have to make it happen. You talked about Mark Edward Vlasic. He's you know up around thirty now too, I believe. So he's he's going to be. These guys are know, like the Washington Redskins under George Allen back in the uh, back in the seventies, man. That's yeah, who it's they are. Interesting, you know. It's interesting, you know, because Doug Wilson. We had him on after hours last year and you know he talked about the fact that he he relies heavily on his personnel in san jose he likes to get you know feedback from them they make their decisions and he has been pretty poised when you look at the decisions that he's made he he hasn't really he's been patient and you know if you look at the teams in the league that have had success they've been patient teams they have been patient teams and i think that now though he's looking at it saying okay we've had this team together for a while the nucleus that is um again who knows how how 
much longer Joe Thornton's going to be able to play. I still think he's one of the best passers in the game when he's healthy. Yep. And having two right-handed guys that can crush the puck on the blue line and potentially on the, the far side now, with Joe Pavelski, also a right-handed shot, who is amazing at tipping pucks in front of the net. And Logan Couture, that's what I'm envisioning that first power play looking like. It's going to be pretty hard to, to compete against. They're going to be very dangerous. We're joined uh, by Louis DeBrus from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers now. It's 1241 in Edmonton. Again, if you've not heard, the San Jose Sharks have acquired Eric Carlson and a prospect in exchange uh, from the Ottawa Senators. Pierre Dorian's their general manager. They get back Chris Turney, a third-line center slash winger at a $2.9 million cap hit for two more years. They get prospect- I forgot about Evander Kane. Right, they got he'll be, in, he'll be in the mix too. They got Josh Norris, a first round pick. Uh, Rudolph Spalser is a, a long shot prospect, uh, a number one in 2020. San Jose does not have a number one in 2019. They traded that in the Evander Kane trade. Uh, and a number two in 2019, The San Jose's got two, Florida and San Jose. Two other conditional picks as well. This is a big time trade. Big so here's the thing, too, Bob, when you look at this, I, I also look at from the Ottawa Senators perspective and I say okay listen this is a team we all know what happened what transpired in the last year um, and what came out after the season this this was writing on the wall so for Pierre Dorian I mean he was he was he needed to do something in this regard now I look at this and I say okay this is a young team they're rebuilding um, he stocked the cupboards here potentially with you could argue three four first rounders you know a prospect that's played up you know, um, that Balkers is, is a player that, you know, was drafted later, but he's, he's building up and played well. He was one of their better players down in San Jose last year, the Barracudas. Um, Norris and a couple potential, one for sure, two um, conditional picks that could be higher. I mean, this is, this is all part of the process for him. There's no question you're, not gonna re- you're never going to replace Eric Carlson. I mean, so it doesn't matter to the Ottawa fans. They're going to look at this and say, what happened? But I've been a part of this. I mean, when I was when I came to Edmonton, we were in a rebuilding stage, and it seemed like great players were consistently going out the door, and they were consistently trying to bring in young prospects and draft picks to try and bolster that. And you know what? It's it's never a great situation, but every single team has to go through it eventually. And the Ottawa Senators right now, with the negativity that's been surrounding their organization, I mean, they they have to try and have a, a clean slate here and, and build forward. So. We'll see how that turns out for them. It looks like they're going to be a lot younger. They're going to bring in a lot of bodies. There's going to be guys fighting for positions there, and they're going to try and turn over a new leaf and, and be a different team. But you're still losing one of the best defensemen in the league, if not the best defenseman in the league when he's healthy. Um, let's, let's not forget, he's battled some injuries the last few years, so he hasn't even been 100%. This guy's going to be rejuvenated, and he's going to be a menace back there for San Jose. I, uh, you know, you mentioned you experienced this in Edmonton and the similarity between Edmonton and Ottawa, Canadian market with uh, an owner that we're not sure exactly what Eugene Melnick has, but Eugene Melnick seems to have a lot of drama around his hockey clubs. And at the time that you rolled it, I mean, you know, Louis, it's not like you were traded for a guy that was any good. You're only traded yeah, for yeah. A, a guy who for 25 you know years was maybe the second or third best player in the NHL in terms of well, Mark Messier. I finally got to play with him. I got to suit up with him in San, uh, Slave Lake here um, this last weekend in the icebreaker tournament up there. And it was great. You know, Mess is an awesome guy. So it was, it was nice to finally put the same uniform on as <laughs> him because, yeah, I, I was constantly being compared. To, not really. I, I shouldn't say that. I was never really compared to Mark Messier. It was 
you know, again, a great player going one way and a bunch of prospects and people coming the other way, it's going to be scrutinized. There's no question. And I was definitely on the receiving end of a little bit of that. But to be honest with you, I was a 20-year-old kid, much like these guys, Norris especially going in there, yeah. going to try and make a team. He's just a young kid that sees an opportunity to make a hockey team. Hey, Louis, and that's what the Ottawa Senators are expecting from him. I apologize. I interrupted you there. Just uh, You mentioned Slave Lake, and I don't know a lot about this event. It's called the Icebreaker event. I know there are a bunch of Oilers alumni up there. I know Barry Stafford. Uh, is doing a terrific job, and a lot of people said, well, there's too much focus on the Oilers of the 80s, but what's happened with Barry is, you know, he he wants all the Oilers alumni, late 70s alumni, uh, 90s alumni, 2000s alumni involved in these sort of things. Who was up oh, there? Yeah. Who was up there with you in Slave Lake besides Mark Messier? Well, you know what? Glenn Anderson came up. Marty McSorley was up there. Chris Joseph was there. Myself. Um, on the flame side of things, Curtis Glencross, we were going to actually make a trade for him because they were a lot better than us in the, in the game. They were younger and faster. Mike Commodore played for Calgary. Um, Jamie McCown was up there too. Uh, you know, it, it, was a, it was a real good thing. A battle of Alberta, there's no question. There was a little extra venom out there, but at the same time, um, it was all for a good cause and great people up there. I've been up there for five years doing the event, and it's been, it's been great. And you know, having mess there was just, you know, the icing on the cake, too. And Wayne Gretzky was there last year, so they've done a great job of bringing in some, some really high-end great players and then surrounding them with slugs like me to uh, go out there and, and do the grind work. But, who's, no, your, listen, who's, who's, your point, who's your point guy from Slave Lake that's helped put this thing together that you've dealt with for the last five years? Sean Gramlich. Sean Gramlich okay. is the one that organizes the whole thing, and he's, uh, he's the mastermind behind it, and he's done a tremendous job, I think, at, you know, building the, the support of the community and, and uh, it's a good event, you know what? So it's it's something that uh, I look forward to doing. It's it's a fun time up there. The people up there are always so excited that we're up there and have a great time. And you know what? Listen, the fishing ain't too bad up there either. You know how much I like to fish. So yeah. it's been a good time. Well, we had uh, Terry Lowen and Al Sims down in Red Deer. They did a wonderful job with the Battle of Alberta event in the first week of uh, uh, August. And those guys were involved yesterday when the Oilers went back in there uh, to, to play the Oilers uh, rookies against the Flames rookies. So I don't. You we also had Barry Stafford. Sorry, I don't want to miss a couple guys. No. Barry Stafford came up, and he, he was at the banquet at the game as well. And uh, Gene Principe did some some of the stuff along with Gary Meyer at the, the MC duties, which was great to have both of those guys there too. Sorry, I've gotten you off this time. Oh, sorry. You can cut me off anytime you want. I think the listeners like that. Louis DeBrus from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Bob Stoffer with you at Oilers now. So we've gone 12 minutes, talked a bit about your event, and obviously the blockbuster trade involving Eric Carlson going to the San Jose Sharks. This is now going to make it tougher on the Edmonton Oilers. But, Louis, is it really about, with all due respect to how good some of the teams are in the Pacific Division, is it about the Oilers maximizing who they are? No question. It always is. You know, listen, sometimes there are situations that, uh, you know, you look back to the Oilers in the 80s, and, yeah, it, it was a lot about Edmonton. You know, sorry, but you when you went in against the Oilers in that era, you knew if you didn't put your best foot forward, you were going to get spanked. And, you know, there's been some teams here in the last decade that have been the same way, the Blackhawks. Now they're starting to rebuild a little bit. We're starting to see some of that wear and tear with them. The Pittsburgh Penguins, back-to-back Stanley Cups, you better – better be ready, and I believe you better be ready when you play the Washington Capitals this year. There's a ton of great teams in the league. You know, the parity is is incredible, but there certainly are 10 that are at the top of the heap that it's going to be a tough night every time you play them. Uh, The Pacific Division, I believe, is still one of the toughest divisions to play in. Uh, The style they play, the players that are in it, um, the success they've had. So I think that, you know, when you, you know, look at your team, you're always going to try and 
build your team to match up against that. But I think that for the most part now, teams are starting to build their team to play a certain way. And for Edmonton, they wanted to get faster this year. They want to get you know quicker, which is two different things, playing the game. And they just want to be more defensively sound. And that starts with Cam Talbot in the back end. He knows that better than anybody, but it starts with him, and then it builds out from the defense out to the forwards. When you have the likes of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, <clears throat> you're looking for support players. You're not looking for all-stars. They can turn into all-stars, but you're looking for guys that know how to play with those guys and can complement them. And that's something that uh, will be really interesting to see how it unfolds in training camp as the first skates start tomorrow, the medicals and physicals are today. Um, it'll be interesting to see who grabs those spots. Those are great opportunities. And I'm not talking you know, even better than great opportunities. Those are amazing opportunities that are potentially there for kids to come in and, and fill a hole and jump into a spot and start off a career or get an opportunity to get some games in. There's so much optimism here from a, from a young player's perspective when you look at this team. Uh, there's going to be some guys chomping at the bit to fight for those spots, and it's about time. There's going to be some, some much-needed competition coming in to try and fill holes because I don't think there's been enough of that over the last decade, You know, to be honest with you. I just don't think there's been enough guys that have come into camp and said, that's my spot and I want it and take it. And I'd like to see that a little bit here this year with a couple of the guys. Louie, we appreciate your time. we got a busy show today. Uh, maybe next Thursday, if the Oilers are practicing down at Rogers Place, if you're not tied up to another stuff, we can get you uh, up at uh, the broadcast location. Thanks for joining us, man. Sounds good, Bob. That is Louis DeBrus from NHL Hockey and Rogers. It is 12.50 in Edmonton. I want to get thoughts from you. You can text us at 630-630 on our Westlock Ford text line. The San Jose Sharks have acquired... Eric Carlson, forward prospect Francis Perron. To Ottawa goes forward Chris Tierney, a $2.9 million cap hit times two years. Defenseman Dylan DeMello, he's going to make nine hundred k this year. Forward prospect Rudolph's Balsers. Uh, the rights to Josh Norris, a first-round pick from a couple years ago. 2019 second-round pick, whatever is higher between uh, Florida and or conversely, uh, San Jose. Florida acquired that pick, ironically enough, in the Mike Hoffman, or sorry, San Jose acquired that pick in the Mike Hoffman trade. A 2020 uh, first round pick, which is conditional, and a 2021 second round pick. Yes, indeed, super teams. We are seeing the building of super teams. Now, Edmonton weren't in the mix to get our Carlson. We know that. I know Frank Saravalli put it out there a while ago that that was going to be a long shot for Edmonton to get in the mix there. I am of the belief that in the off-season of 2020, Edmonton could get in the mix on a couple guys. Don't know if they'd have the cap space to do it, but I think there might be an appetite there. Uh, we're not talking Swedes, and we're not talking American free agents. 12.51 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you at 1254 in Edmonton. Tonight at an uh, establishment uh, downtown that does not advertise on this station, but is uh, Alberta-owned and operated and does a tremendous job, uh, we are going to have our Oilers Now pre-event mixer for Sweden and Germany. Sweden and Germany sold out, but registration's now being accepted on the Oilers Now road trips to see the Oilers play in Nashville and Vegas. These are great packages. They include tickets, hotels, reception, plus parking at Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Register now for Oilers Now road trips 
with New West Travel, 780-432-7446, or go online with newwesttravel.com, who, by the way, with the 6.30 Chet Afternoon crews, Jayla Nye and Andrew Gross, those guys are going to Jamaica. And rumor has it that uh, Andrew's a very confident man. Big fan of the mankini. Or so I'm told. Uh, yes. Well, anyhow. Uh, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers. Now, let's get to some Westlock Ford text. I'm asking for some thoughts on the blockbuster deal involving the San Jose Sharks and the Ottawa Senators. Eric Carlson to the Sharks. Here we go. Uh, out of St. John's, Newfoundland, from Dirty Mike and the Boys, Bob's, let's face reality. The Edmonton Oilers will be challenged in the Pacific this year. Pretty much every team has improved via player additions, while the Oilers are banking on an internal improvement without nurse signed yet. It's going to be tough, here is hoping. This text from AJ in Red Deer. Bob, I find it funny how the Oilers are always wanting the stud D-man, but never willing to get in the trenches for a player. Now I'm personally happy they didn't get in on EK, uh, but also need to realize that they'll have to get in there when they want that type of player. Uh, this text from KS. Bob, why have the owners decided to play hardball now? Nurse is a core player, I thought. The rumor that they're 200 to 300 K apart, if this is the case, it's beyond idiotic, says KS. Unless something's going on that we don't know about. Your thoughts, please. My thoughts are, I think Darnell Nurse will be ready for their start of the regular season with the Edmonton owners. They'll find a way to bridge that gap. Super teams in quotations. Haha, <laughs> that's the most ridiculous thing I've heard. Sure, the Sharks have three good defensemen, but a super team, they are not. Burns and Carlson will lead the team in points. Doesn't start uh, much for their, uh, doesn't say much for their forwards. You didn't even have a player hit 70 points last year. Oh, wait a sec. Joe Thornton missed the, uh, the stretch. Joe Pavelski's still a really good player. Uh, Logan Couture is a good hockey player. They have uh, Timo Meyer and Tomas Hurdle coming. They got some good players there. They're going to have a good team, the Sharks. And they got Martin Jones in goal. He is a good goaltender. Eric says, Bob, Doug Wilson gives up that for a Norris-winning uh, defenseman. Peter Shirelli gave up Taylor Hall for Adam Larson. Not even a fair fight. That one comes to us from Eric. The difference is uh, Eric Carlson is an unrestricted free agent, and there has been no long-term discussion with San Jose yet. And uh, you know what? Say what you want, but Adam Larson had a good contract. Don't get me wrong. The Oilers traded away a player who turned out to be the league MVP. Taylor had a wonderful year. And as I have repeatedly stated, if he goes to free agent, see, if he doesn't get something done in New Jersey, it is incumbent upon the other 30 NHL teams to get in the mix on that player. Maybe it'd be 31 at that stage with Seattle. But everybody should be going after him if he goes to free agency. All right. Uh, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at orders now. And I'd have time for Tyson Berry, too, depending upon the growth of Evan Bouchard and another guy by the name of Ethan Bear. But I know Bouchard's going to make it, and we'll see where Bear ends up in time. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, uh, we'll get some thoughts on this blockbuster deal with uh, Eric Carlson going to San Jose. And also on Alex Chieson coming in on a PTO, our friend Al May, Washington Capitals broadcaster, when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.